Hey, welcome. I don't know if there's anybody here yet, but I wanted to get going before um, uh, three. I think I beat hopefully anybody else from getting here. <clears throat> but this is um, this is my um, two weeks of wild love. That's uh, what I'm wanting to do is bring two weeks of wild love to the world. And so what I'm going to do is I'm going to take and read every day. I'm going to read like one little bit from this uh, memoir. It's a light memoir, I should say. It's very thin. See that? So yeah, it's not exactly the thickest memoir. It's kind of a light memoir. More of a collection of the poetry and then just little stories that go along with it. Um, but uh, what I'm going to do is read from it. And then I'm going to... Sorry about that, I got a text. And then I'm going to play uh, the song that relates to the reading that I did. So that's kind of what we're doing here. And you're welcome to uh, leave comments or do anything that you want along the way. And hopefully we'll build this audience up every single day. Today I just kind of thought about it at the last minute and started sending out you know texts and invitations to people. But hopefully if anybody shows up, you guys will send messages to people and encourage them to come as well. And if we do this every day for two weeks, we can have a nice little group of people you know, here eventually. All right, so what I'm reading from is this book. Actually, let me do this. I'm reading from that book. It's called Wild Love Words, written by me, Robert Christopher Smith. The subtitle of the book is Wild Love Words, A Radical, Subliminal, Incrementalist Guide to Love-Based Social Rebellion, or Thoughts on the Grunge Band from Kentucky That Never Made It. I like long, fucked up titles like that. So that's what we're reading from. I also have my computer set up over here so that I can play a song for you uh, from it afterwards. And uh, let you uh, see some pictures and stuff as well. But let's get started. Like I said, I don't even know if anybody's here. I've never done this before. I don't know how it works. So, <clears throat> here we go. Welcome. And feel free to go onto Amazon. That's where you can buy this book and uh, buy your own copy. Um, if you don't want to buy it, you can read it for free on, Kin on uh, Kindle Unlimited. And uh, you can probably read it for free as like a trial or something anyway. So anyway, here we go. Let me tell this person here. Okay. Alrighty. Let's get rid of the square. Let's get rid of this. Alright. Alright. <clears throat> First I'll read the introduction to you. <clears throat> Let's see. How do I can sit here for you? I love language. Absolutely love the written word. Listening to language, 
as people communicate and hearing what they mean to express, as well as much of what they did not, has been a lifelong love for me. There is music in language. Language is music, and I love music. While I wasn't quick to speak as a child, I wrote my first short story, Civil War Soldiers versus the Giant Tarantula, at the age of seven. From that point, there was no looking back. In the 40-plus years since then, I've written poems, lyrics to songs, essays, instructional materials, short stories, comic book scripts, and scripts and screenplays for shorts, as well as feature movies. I received my bachelor's degree in English with a focus on creative writing. They don't even offer that track anymore. And my master's degree in education. I finished all the work for my degree at the University of Kentucky in the summer of 1992. Originally, the plan was to go on to one more semester of summer school to finish up uh, the last physics and organic chemistry courses that I needed to proceed to the University of Kentucky Medical School. Instead, I informed my parents, sisters, friends, and my girlfriend at the time that I would not be going to summer school or going to medical school at all and would be forming a band called Wild Love Rebellion. I love patterns and an an absolute sucker for beautiful arrangements in music, in poetry, fiction, and movies too. So much of my appreciation for art is rooted in composition of structure and arrangement. One of the most obvious traits of these lyrics as poems, or the songs themselves, is a focus on developing very specific structures that would help each song emphasize its individuality. Here you will find a noticeable lack of repeated choruses, as well as what is probably considered more standard structure and arrangement for any type of rock music from pop to heavy metal. Yeah, I'm live. Oop. Yeah, I'm live right now. <clears throat> I'm reading from this book. Some of these songs were written, especially the older material, with the lyrics first, but as time went on and I built a band around me that I really loved, it was just as likely that I would write lyrics for something that we had been jamming on, sometimes just a riff, sometimes something closer to a complete idea for a song. This book collects the lyrics for all the songs from our, it, well, only recently released album. It says in the book, never released, but we did. I did release it last year. Each is accompanied... Each set of lyrics, each poem, is accompanied by a reflection that either gives some insight into the meaning of the song, our process, or just what was going on in our lives at the time. And this is the band Wild Love Rebellion. And you can look up Wild Love Rebellion on Google or YouTube, and there's videos and stuff out there, as well as on Amazon. The album is now available. It's called Wake Up or Let Me Sleep. Let's see. Where was I? Rather than keep them in an order they appeared on the album, I've tried very hard to keep them in chronological order as they were written, and that's going to help for this two weeks of Wild Love as well. So every day at 3 o'clock for the next two weeks, I'll come on and uh, read another like reflection and another set of lyrics from this, and we'll listen to another song together. For better or worse, the one thing Wild Love Rebellion was, and still is, is utterly unique in its sound, message, and philosophy. The band may be gone, but the rebellion lives on. The world needs a wild love rebellion. Spread the word. 
and some love. That's just the, from the introduction, and it really has a lot to do with why I wanted to do this, because right now the world does need a wild love rebellion. We need to uh, rebel against the negativity and the all the badness that's coming with this coronavirus stuff, and we need to focus on love, man, and making it out the other side of this. So <clears throat> it brings me to the first set of lyrics, the first poem. Uh, it's called Void. And it was uh, actually the first thing that I wrote. I'll get to that in a minute. But uh, I'm, I'm going to read the lyrics to you as a poem. And you'll hear that uh, that's in a lot of ways pretty fitting for what everybody's going through right now. I think a lot of people will be able to relate. Void. You spend your hours sitting alone. Got no friends. Got no home. There is no one to attack. You face the world dressed in black. Then you cry inside to the void. You cry inside to the void. Cry, 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 cry inside to the void. Life is over, never begun. Live the moon, kill the sun. There is no one turning back. You see the world is painted black. You crawl inside to the void. You crawl inside to the void. You crawl inside to the void, crawl, 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 crawl inside to the void. And of course, you probably heard me say painted black there. I tried to kind of rip off um, something that I liked for every single song that I ever wrote and stick it in there. And so that was my little nod to uh, the Rolling Stones and Mick Jagger. <clears throat> Here's the reflection that goes with it. And then uh, I'll play the song for you. The reflection that goes with it is it says... These words were written within days of my having finished my coursework for my degree in English creative writing from the University of Kentucky. It was written before there was a band at all. In fact, I was still enrolled at UK, completing the science courses I would need for acceptance to medical school there. I was living in a small studio apartment on the corner of Aylesford and Maxwell, near campus. I had fallen head over heels in love for not the last time. And these lyrics were written specifically about the rather disturbed young lady who was the object of my affection at that time. Her misery was infectious, and I was susceptible. She spent hours alone in the dark, miserable about whatever demons haunted her, and I sat alone in the dark contemplating the inescapable dark clouds that she stormed into my life. Here's a picture of me. Back then, and it says Smith hanging out in uh, joint in hand, acting crazy in the practice room in the house on Foreman Avenue. The text continues, but we were not alone. Misery was going around. And again, I think people can relate to this right now. We were not alone. Misery was going around. Throughout a conversation with a guitarist friend named John Fultz, who had moved back to his hometown after, after graduating from UK and was living with his folks, I cringed over and over again as he described the situation between him and his stepfather. However, it was only after hearing him say that he had considered taking the gun, which I knew he had been given by his biological father, and killing this guy that I insisted that he return to Lexington and crash on the floor of my studio apartment until he found his own place. During the several weeks he lived there, 
he experienced the spreading darkness from this girl I was dating himself. One night I showed him these lyrics for Void, all written out, and we quickly wrote the music and had the first song for Wild Love Experience, which is what we called the band, when there were only two of us, and we were out playing open mic shows all across Lexington, Kentucky. Our favorite and most frequent was at a dearly uh, beloved hangout called High on Rose Cantina. At the end of the song, I would always improvise a quick short story based on this poor girl who inspired the lyrics and the mood of the song. We never played the song live once we had a whole band for some reason, and it took a lot of convincing for us to agree and play it while we recorded our Wake Up or Let Me Sleep album. Void was the first song written, and it was the last thing that we recorded during our original sessions. At about 2 a.m., after much cajoling, exhausted, but we got what you hear on the album in one take. Our second guitarist, noise master John Marchand, had never played the song with us ever. The song was written just a few weeks before he and I even met. Yet during the session, he stepped up and laid down the very David Gilmore-esque lead that you'll hear during the opening for the song. Uh, no, not exactly atheist. Um, I believe in God. I grew up as a Christian. I almost became a priest, almost became an Episcopal priest, but I have uh, kind of weird, different beliefs as far as that goes. I definitely respect everybody's beliefs and, and how they believe, though, and what they believe in and how they believe in their God. I respect that. So here's what I used to look like, you guys, back during all this time. And you can follow on Instagram, and I'm karaoke crime there and of course hopefully you found your way here to the facebook page which is uh facebook.com slash wild love rebellion and <laughs> let's see yeah i do look up i am i actually have a master's in education so i did do some teaching Let's see. I'm going to play the song for you, and then that'll be it for today. I'll be back after that at 3 o'clock tomorrow and read the next piece. Oops, let's not do it here. Well, actually, if you want, we can watch the video after this. But here is the song. You can find it on YouTube. And guys, I'd love it if you bought this stuff, bought the album, bought the book on YouTube, but you can get all this stuff for free. You can follow on Spotify, you can find it for free on YouTube, and you can read the book for free on uh, Kindle as well. Hey, thanks for that, Keenan. I appreciate it. David Gilmore, very Pink Floyd.
Steal that little bit there from Mick Jagger, of course. I love doing the little whisper things. you if you like that you probably fucking hate everything else that we did because like I said that's really the only song that, oops, that we did that was that mellow and uh, we just did it because me and the guitar player are sitting around drinking beer and smoking weed in the dark while we were talking about this uh, hopeless girl that I was dating um, the other stuff on the on the Wild Love Rebellion album the other stuff that we recorded was much more psychedelic hard rock uh, so it still fits in that, in that, in that second, in in that same range, but it, uh, it, uh, the other stuff was much heavier, more aggressive, that we didn't really mind that if people walked out hating our guts because we wanted them to change, we just wanted them to walk out changed, we wanted them to walk out knowing that something had happened to them. Uh, so anyway, I'm gonna be back at three o'clock again tomorrow, and I will read more, I will play more. And if you want more, it's out there. Like I said, you can follow us on Spotify for free. You can find this stuff on YouTube for free. And you can find it on Amazon. Probably read the book for free. Uh, see you guys tomorrow at 3 o'clock. Thank you for coming.